This is IGN. What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Great title. Okay, slasher movie. This is your IGN review of It's a Wonderful Knife by Katie Reif. It's a Wonderful Knife is an excellent title for a Christmas slasher movie. So excellent, it's surprising no one thought of it before. That's the sign of a good pun. It seems obvious, even inevitable. Unfortunately, nothing else about the film matches that level of inspiration. The opening sequence glows with the warm incandescent light of a Hallmark or Lifetime Christmas movie, introducing an idyllic town square full of smiling citizens and festive sweaters to match. Angel Falls is celebrating its annual Christmas tree lighting ceremony, and everything seems perfect, at least on the surface. Behind the scenes, there's some family drama going on, but that's not really important. Then, the angel, an anonymous killer in a white cape and smooth, featureless white mask, appears at a raucous Christmas Eve party attended by our ostensible lead, Kara, Hannah Huggins. Given that this is a slasher movie, it's not hard to guess what happens next. Fifteen minutes in, a title card appears on screen, and the real story begins. As it turns out, Kara is not the protagonist of It's a Wonderful Knife. Her BFF Winnie, Jane Widop, is... A year has passed since Kara's artfully staged murder at the aforementioned party, and Winnie is appalled by her family's reluctance to talk about what happened, so she storms off like the angsty adolescent she is. When she returns home, she finds that the angel was not caught on the previous Christmas and is still terrorizing the citizens of Angel Falls. Winnie's parents don't recognize her, her brother's dead, and the town has the barrel fire and boarded up windows vibe of a backlot shantytown. It's almost like she was never born. The It's a Wonderful Life but with a Killer concept unfolds dependably from there, hitting every beat, down to giving Winnie a Clarence, who's aware she's a Clarence, and says as much out loud at one point in the form of teen outcast Bernie, Jess McLeod. Without spoiling too much, their relationship takes a refreshing turn towards the end of the movie. Screenwriter Michael Kennedy isn't beholden to only holiday season staples here. In addition to the Scream-esque intro, there are traces of I Know What You Did Last Summer and other 90s teen horror films. But the biggest shadow looming over It's a Wonderful Knife is cast by Kennedy himself. He also wrote Freaky, the cheeky, blood-soaked 2020 horror riff on Freaky Friday directed by Christopher Landon. That film surpasses this one in terms of agility, which is less a reflection on Kennedy's script than director Tyler McIntyre's handling of it. McIntyre, who also directed 2017's Tragedy Girls, displays an admirable grasp on and respect for the craft of suspense, particularly in the opening kill scene. And a slasher lives and dies, no pun intended, by its fundamentals, which takes It's a Wonderful Knife a long way. 
stunt casting does little to lighten the sometimes leaden stabs at comedy. In the role of Winnie's dad, Joel McHale's best scene is a dramatic one, believe it or not. Justin Long's villainous turn, while fun at times, is taking place in a different, more heightened reality than the snarky, self-aware dimension where most of his co-stars reside. There are a few good performances in It's a Wonderful Knife, Widop puts a heroic effort into her final girl role, and Catherine Isabel is charmingly unhinged as Winnie's drunk lesbian aunt. The only people who believe Winnie's story are lesbians, a reflection of Kennedy's queer sensibilities. And again, the kills are solid enough to satisfy devoted slasher fans. But this is neither the writer nor the director's tightest or most polished work. Is it enough of a misstep to destroy either of their careers? Probably not. They'll reboot. It's what they do. The Christmas slasher It's a Wonderful Knife commits to its pithy premise. It's a wonderful life, but with a masked killer, with self-aware wit. Solid fundamentals carry the film's suspense scenes, but the comedy produces more mixed results. It's a Wonderful Knife's IGN score? Six. Thanks for listening to IGN. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest updates on this film and even more reviews, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.